Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Believe in K-Pop podcast with your host, Emily Heidel. And we're back for the 18th episode. 18 is such a great number. And I'm happy to be back with you guys because this week it's just going to be me. So deal with it. I'm kidding. Um, I actually was thinking of this week's episode. I was like, what the what would be good for this? And I thought about it as I was watching a YouTube video by Ellie Lee. I spoke about her in the first episode of the Believe in K-Pop podcast. Ellie Lee is a host on for iHeartRadio. And amongst a, uh, a number of other mediums as well, she's been on E! She's been on MTVK. That's where she started. She also used to work for Soul Beats as well. And she's interviewed like everybody. Um, she's like the number one person that is interviewing people that comes through iHeartRadio, especially K-Pop related people because that's what we talk about on this podcast she also has a uh, youtube channel and she talks about a number of different things she talks about how she's gotten to the point where she's interviewed these k-pop stars um and she kind of gives a rundown of like yeah people will ask me like how can i interview these k-pop stars too and she's like it's not a linear like way in order to do it and i thought about it and not that i've interviewed the likes of exo and bts and everybody and their mother like she has she's also interviewed nct i'm pretty sure i actually have to check uh she just recently interviewed straight kids um but she's she's interviewed literally everybody i'm pretty sure she's probably interviewed nct as well so I don't know if it was this time or the last time, but she's definitely probably interviewed them. But not that I'm, you know, of that caliber interviewing every single K-pop group that comes through here. But in the recent times with, you know, interviewing NCT, I interviewed Sick K as well, but also just, you know, being in the industry around it. Um, I thought this would be an interesting episode as I have a lot of friends who are fans and some of them are like, ah, I want to be in the industry, but I'm too scared or I feel like I'm not qualified enough or like, how do I do this? Like, how do I navigate it? And I thought that I could give just a quick tutorial from my perspective. You know, it doesn't have to be according to what you know, you think or what I say, but uh, this is just something that has helped me um, as far as I've gotten into K-pop. Obviously, I, before I did K-pop, I was, or I'm still um, very entrenched in sports broadcasting, but I was r- only really entrenched in sports broadcasting before I started doing K-pop stuff. And so that definitely helped in where I'm at now. But I want to say that when I started doing this K-pop stuff, I was like, I can't just be a fan. I have to do something about it. I have to do something with it. And so what I did was I created um, the 21st, it's an account called 21st Century Army. Um, It's a Twitter, Instagram, um, and YouTube account, basically obviously catered towards ARMY, and it's about telling stories of what ARMY are doing in it. And because of fellow ARMY named Eileen Gutierrez, um, who's in the Philippines, she kind of gave me that idea. Like, I had a bunch of ideas, and I was just like, I, w- I was on Reddit, really, um, and I was posting my long ideas, and I was just posting in the Bangtan, or no, Bangtan, like, discussional thing. And people would comment, and some people were like, hey, like, yeah, I'll help you out with this, like, um, or I was just kind of just like, I feel like the ARMY fandom is so spread out over all these different mediums. I feel like we should have one central thing where you know, there's one central person talking about one central thing. A lot of people were like, no, you can't be the spokesperson. A lot of people wouldn't like that kind of thing. I was like, all right, I get it. I get it. it some people were like, it's kind of self-serving. I was like, okay, I get it. Totally. I was like, I still want to do something with it. So um, I actually met these two girls off of Reddit and they helped me come up with the uh, the logo that it currently has now. And basically with the help of like Eileen, she was like, what do you want to do with this? Like we talked through Skype because um, I trusted her, I guess. And um, she kind of helped me figure it out. And she was like, I feel like there's no one talking about what army are doing so um i was like you know this will be an interesting time to do so so um what i did was i created this page and um or this this youtube account where i interview them literally interviewing people um going to the bbmas going to ellen going to the airport going to 
Radio Disney Music Awards, going to literally everything and doing virtual interviews as well, um, you know, about the classes that ARMY are taking on BTS or creating on BTS, you know, the podcasts that they have on BTS, um, you know, the magazine that they have on BTS. So I was doing all these virtual and in-person interviews, just accounts of what ARMY were doing, um, just so people could understand, you know, ARMY are pretty cool too. They have a lot of things that they have going on. They're very organized. So um, that's what I wanted to do. Um, and I was very into it and very like gung-ho about it, especially when I started out. I've kind of chilled out now. My focus has kind of switched to the group that I'm in now, BTS Galaxy, that I was planning um, for BTS Army Con, June 23rd from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Silver Lake Independent Jewish Community Center. Little plug there. You can buy tickets at BTS on btsgalaxy.com. Or for more information and all the announcements that will be coming, you can go to BTS at BTS Galaxy OT7 on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. That's where we're posting all of the updates. So so, um, but that's where I, I've kind of stopped. I've, uh, I'm or not stopped, but like I've kind of chilled out on the 21st Century Army thing because I'm focusing on planning this event. But we've also posted stuff from this event as well. So um, it's just you know I, I just had to find something to do with it, and I, I honestly had fun. I really enjoyed um, waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning to go interview different fans who were waiting also at like 6 a.m. in the morning to see BTS. Like that is so much fun to me. Interacting with fans is so much fun. I probably looked like such a newbie when I was going around with like, hi, I'm Emily. I'm a part of a fan base or a creative fan base that just like tells what ARMY do. And I literally would just go up to anybody. Most of the time people would be like, okay. And then some people were like, Okay, sure. Yeah, interview me. So I would go up to them and I just ask them a couple of questions about whatever was going on um, in relation to wherever it was. So like if it was Ellen, it would be early in the morning. It was like, so what time did you get here? 5 p.m. yesterday. Okay. Or waiting outside for the BT21 uh, pop-up store to open. What time did you get here? 5 p.m. yesterday and the store opens at like 10 a.m. tomorrow. So I'm here for over 24 hours. Um, cool for inanimate objects okay interesting um so i would go interview them about that like you know who's your favorite character which character you think is going to sell out the quickest uh, ellen um you know tear comes out tonight what do you expect are you going to stay up so i was just interviewing them about random things bb and maze like this is the second time they're around they're here again like how do you feel about it you know this time they're performing how do you feel so it's just like different questions like that that i would come up with and i loved it and it really that's where i met majority of the army people that i know now um and it's really helped uh, me get to where I am now. A lot of people were like, you're just like, this is weird. Like you're going around and doing these things. And I was like, no, this is actually genuinely fun to me. Um, you know, I would take forever to edit it, but I would get it out in a week. And my videos on YouTube would get like hella views for the first like few weeks. Cause I was, I had something consistently to put out, but, um, I, that's kind of how I networked within the army community. Um, and now I have a lot of friends because of these interviews and going to literally everything they were doing while they were in town and while they weren't in town. Um, and I reached out to everybody, literally reached out to everybody, like spammed the hell out of all, like all of these people accounts, all these people's accounts. Um, and I probably did seem like a, like, you know, oh, she's trying to look out for, uh, you know, she's trying to do something for herself. But I was like, and, and I'm so grateful for people like U USBTS Army. They listen to me right out the gate. And I'm so freaking grateful because we are still connected, still friends now. And Eileen Gutierrez, like I said, first time with BTS podcast, Bangtan podcast. So grateful for them because they were the people that listened to me when no one else was you know it was people were listening but it was like I could have been crazy but they were listening to me which was amazing um so I my first suggestion long-winded my first suggestion to people would be to do something or create something that you think it's fun if you want to get into this business um obviously you're gonna have to do a lot of networking you're obviously not going to be a, you know 
like an Ellie Lee right out the gate. Um, you're not going to be a Tamar Herman or Jeff Benjamin either. But you have to create something. I, I would suggest creating or getting involved with something that you have fun doing. Um, another thing, while I was waiting for BTS during that week, I met um, a friend of mine who is one of the editors or who is the editor for kpopconcerts.com. So she, um, after you know waiting outside for hours at James Corden and seeing each other at BBMAs and all that good stuff, um, she was like, you know, Eric Nam is coming in town in June. Um, I need someone to cover it. Will you do it and I had I have a little to no writing experience but I was like yeah I want to do it I just want to like I just wanted to do any I was hungry to do any and everything all the time so went to the Eric Nam thing again I don't really write but I was just like let me just get involved in it anyway so I would say one create something that you run yourself that you have fun doing and you want want to see grow and then two Get involved. If you are, it, that's another thing. It has to be something you're very passionate about. Um, if it's something you're not passionate about, you're not going to want to get involved in things, and you shouldn't force yourself to get involved in things you don't want to. So, but I was so just wanting to get involved in whatever it is, ex- experience whatever, that I was just like, yeah, I'll do Eric Nam. And I like Eric Nam. I listen to his podcast now. I know who he is now. I look up to him, not like Danny does, um, not in that way, but I just think, you know, he's from Atlanta. Um, I'm from Atlanta. Um, you know, he's a host, MC, you know, doing interviewing Korean stars and American stars, just everybody. So he's someone I look up to. Um, and and so just being able to cover his concert was really cool. Um, and from there, I've been able to cover the Sick K concert, ATs. I've been able to cover Stray Kids as well. Um, so just a number of different things um, have happened in a uh, result of, of just really waiting outside to see BTS at James Corden when we really didn't know who was going to be there or they were going to be there. But um, I, again, meeting all these different people that are, I now call my friends or colleagues or whatever you want to call it is uh, a product of uh, me just wanting to get involved. So let me just say the overall number one thing is be passionate. Be passionate about it. Everyone throws around the word passionate. Like passionate means like literally I have never ever in my life you can ask any of my friends they say I'm the hardest person to wake up in the morning like I'll stay up all night but like I am the hardest person I will snooze 10 times over when I tell you when BTS is in town or I'm doing something like k-pop related if I sleep two hours I will wake up without an alarm ready to go like bunny-eyed what's it called wide-eyed bushy-tailed like I don't even give it a second thought because I know I love it and it's weird. I don't, I'm still learning. As you guys know, I'm still learning about it. And this is the point of this podcast also is for you all to learn as well as me. So, but I absolutely love this. I love it so much. I've never jumped out of bed for something so quick with little to no sleep, um, driven to Vegas two times, you know, for really no gain. I mean, it was a gain. It was an experience, but like just, you know, I've done these things because I love it so freaking much. So make sure you're, pro- so number one, let me retract. Make sure you're passionate about whatever you're doing. Number two, if you can create something and you feel like you want to create something, create it before someone else does. That was the best advice I had. Uh, I got from a friend of mine who is the same kind of person. She's highly successful. Also, shout out to the mentorship. Um, if you are a young college female in LA, um, my friend Alexis Wilson is running something called the mentorship where um, you will get brand development. Um, professional development as well and it's going to be an internship that will last about a month and a half or so you can go to the mentorship on instagram and you can find out where that is um or also you can dm me and i will direct you to that but it's about growing you um but she gave me the best advice my junior year of college i was contemplating doing a a show called wolverine women that i ended up creating which is an all-women sports talk show that literally helped me get to where i am today and i had this idea but i was kind of like like moseying around with it and she was like i told her the idea she was like that's a great idea do it before someone else does. So I'm telling you now, if you have some sort of idea, 
Do it before someone else does. Also, I got this piece of advice from Megyn Kelly, who was on Fox News. She was on NBC now. I don't know where she is right now. But she said in a seminar when I was interviewing at Fox News, we had this long week of seminars from on-air talent and executives at Fox for us, you know, associates that were there trying to just learn whatever we could. Megyn Kelly was like, create, I, I still have this notebook with me too. She was like, create something. Like, do it. Don't wait for someone else to do it. You make something on your own. Learn how to edit. Learn how to film. You can film with your camera and, you know, doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter the quality. Just do it. Just start it. And you'll have something to say when you're in an interview and they're like, so what have you been doing? Well, in addition to doing this and this and this at school or, you know, at work, I also have this little side project that I started on my own. That's something in itself to be able to say you started something, you're doing it consistently. So that's what I would say is be passionate, but create something on your own that you obviously love and are passionate about. And also, yeah, with all K-pop things, just reach out to everybody. Literally reach out to everyone. I didn't really do it with sports stuff because I luckily had... um connections in that way and I was in school where it was kind of like handed to us we were in sport management so we were provided connections and you know the football and the baseball team and you know everything was within reaching distance like walking distance literally um and also you know like I said there was a network and there were clubs available for you to be nurtured and you know know how to you know connect with people in the sports industry but with k-pop I was just like I gotta do it on my own but luckily I'd had that background of sport management where they hammered into our heads network 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 so through that I I I just reached out and annoyed everybody and their mom I annoyed choice music I didn't know anything about k-pop I just knew things about bts even so, I was still a new BTS fan, and they took me in. Thankfully, so you know, just every and then I, I've reached out to a number of people within the you know. I looked on KCON's website and I looked at the different panels they had. They had a How You and Women. I reached out to Ellie Lee. I literally reached out. And I was like, I would love to hear more about you and what you're doing. I have email back and forth with Tamar Herman, one of my good friends now, Alexis Odoyan. I I invited to the holiday festival we had for in December, but I reached out to her just through DM, hoping she would respond to me. Emlyn Travis, so many different people. Elizabeth DeLuna, like all these people. I'm sorry I'm naming all these people, but they're all involved in K-pop media in the U.S. at least. And so I just reached out to any and all of them. And I'm going to continue to do so. Um, but it's And it's hard. Honestly, sometimes you might be passionate about something, but sometimes, you know, that passion... You might get a little bit burnt out. I certainly got burnt out a little bit from BTS stuff, to be quite honest. And this is per perfect. It's leading to my next thing. I said, careful to not burn yourself out. Um, really, I went full force head in whatever you want to call it into the BTS world. And to be quite honest right now, um, you know, it's kind of like not pulling teeth, but it's really hard for me to want to go check my 21st century army twitter or want to you know for me to want to go look at v live because i i really just went full force and you know what you should you should go full force get your head in there do it as you know as hard as you can but just know that at a certain point in time you might get burnt out and i'm certainly still army but like i have to kind of take a step back and even with k-pop stuff i like because i was like i know i don't know a lot i have to hammer this information into my head as quickly as possible so i'm listening to all the podcasts two times like double the time so i can like get the information and quicker I'm watching these YouTube interviews and these YouTubers really times two so I can get all this information and I'm just like inundated with all this stuff and I'm just after a while I'm like I gotta take a step back like I can't like I I just I'm not I'm starting to not love it and actually I've spoken with a fellow not a fellow YouTuber but I spoke with a YouTuber about this and you know one of the things you do is when you get burnt out you have to reteach yourself how to love something so just be wary of when you are passionate about something 
try to understand when you see the fact that you're like getting very involved in it, take a step back, just take a step back so that you don't lose passion completely. Because sometimes when you love something so much and you get so headed, you know, so enthralled and, you know, entrenched in it, you can start to hate it. And that's what you don't want to do, especially with something you love. So um, that's another piece of advice. Um, Careful. Don't burn your try not to burn yourself out, although sometimes it's inevitable. If you want to be successful, every successful person gets burnt out at some point. You just have to, it's a cycle pretty much. So, and understand that. Um, For other people who are listening that are fans and you want to get involved in things, I would say, you know, there's many different routes. There's fan bases, there's creating your own thing, getting involved with things like the craze, K-pop concerts, um, you know, Asian junkie, whatever it is, these different mediums. There's a, a, and Soompi has openings as well, but many different ways you can do whatever you want to do. Um. Understand that you're also not going to probably get paid at first. I'm still not really paid for anything I've done K-pop related at all. So uh, except for working at Choice. But um, otherwise, I'm not really paid. So um, just know that you're probably not going to get paid at first um, if you, you know, are going my route. Um, But also understand that um, as a fan, um, you might have friends that are fans, right? Um, I certainly have friends that are just fans and don't want to be anything more. Maybe they do want to be, you know, something more. One thing I would stress is, you know, sometimes you might have to get political in how you spend things to your friends that are fans. When you start to do more professional things like interviewing, like working behind the scenes compared to your fans that are your friends that are fans. um, I know myself and. I even have caught like a little bit of a jealous bug. Like I remember one time I was waiting outside of Ellen and I can tell her this. I'll tell her now if she's listening. I was waiting outside of Ellen and my friends got like picked to go meet BGS and like get surprised on the friend set. And I was like, oh my God, so happy for you. Like, oh my gosh. And it was like a, you bitch. Like, what the fuck? How did you get? Like, so when you start to do these things, be careful because people will get jealous. Inevitable. It happens. Just be careful with how you share your information be careful with you know because if you're started to, if you start to work in the industry you're going to learn things that the public doesn't know so you have to be careful in sharing what you know you don't want things to get out and you also don't want to be for someone who gets extremely jealous you don't want your stuff to be screenshotted and put on the internet and your professional you know persona or whatever it is is ruined be careful with how you share your information um, as you, you know, want to become more professional in K-pop or in sports in general um, or in entertainment in general. Also, ask people out. Like I said, networking is key. Um, if you have the chance to meet with them in person, meet with them in person. Um, if you're living in L.A. and you're listening to this podcast, you're in a haven of so many people that are involved in K-pop here. Reach out to them, whoever it is. Reach out to them. Ask them for coffee. Make sure it's on, unfortunately, you got to make sure it's on your dime because you're like, I'm taking time out of your day. I'll pay for your coffee or I'll pay for your lunch. Um, Send letters in the mail after, even if it's after a simple phone conversation, send a letter in the mail. Thank you so much for your time. People will remember that mess forever. Okay. So make sure to do that. And then again, like I said, try any and everything. If you're new to something and if you're new to K-pop or if you're about to interview a certain group or if you're going to start working for SM or Big Hit or Cube Entertainment, whatever it is, make sure to research the hell out of it. Um, It's key to be also in the know of the fan narratives across the spectrum because then you can, at least for me, my thing is I want to make sure that I can, I know I can interact in a professional crowd with, you know, people, but I also want to make sure for myself, I can interact with the fans as well. I want to understand both sides. So um, I never want to make sure I'm too high and mighty or too low and not involved. So I always want to keep that um, 
middle ground going. So there's my little piece of advice. I know it's kind of scattered and all over the place. I hope you got something out of it. Please let me know if you did. Please let me know if you did. And if you ever want any advice for myself, if you want to ever, you know, learn and be a part and help, you know, me edit this stuff or whatever it is I'm doing, um, I certainly do need the help. Um, and I would be more than happy to introduce people to people that, you know, introduce people to you know others in the industry that they want to get to know because I know that everyone wants to do the same I would want to do the same so if you are interested in helping me out um, I'm starting a few new things as well you can DM me at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L I will we'll figure out what the skills are but um, I want to help you get to where you want to be because that's what everyone needs to do help each other out right um, and or if you just want to you know have a coffee chat and learn more we can do that um but i hope you got something out of this podcast um i really hope you did um please let me know if you have any other questions or if you have any other people that you think need to be on this podcast i know day six is coming up or has having a comeback i think i'm gonna have a friend of mine on to talk about day six in the next few weeks so i cannot wait for that episode because they are like k-rock really but they're still labeled k-pop so i can't learn, wait to learn more about them um but thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast again dm me at e-m-i-h-a-y-d-e-l on twitter or instagram emily heidel um and leave a review as usual um we like to hear reviews but um in the meantime thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys next week thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.